like growing up with a dad who's adored by millions of people? Today, my guest talks about her life with an American icon and shares some of her great work in film, television, and music. So let's meet her on an all-new episode of Up Next. Hi, everyone. It's John Contretti, and welcome to another episode of Up Next. My guest today is a singer, actress, author. You could hear her on Sunday nights on WABC Radio. On Fridays, you could see her live. I'm one of her pallies. I'm there on Fridays. Uh, my sippy poo is a bottle of water, but hey, what are you going to do? <laughs> Aside from all that, she's heading to Atlantic City on Sunday, December 11th at the resort. So let's welcome, I'm going to call, this is the second time I'm going to say this, Hollywood royalty, Dina oh. Martin. Well, thank you very much. I, well, you know, hearing Hollywood royalty, that's quite something. I've, I only said it once before when I interviewed Lucy Arnaz. Oh, I love Lucy. So I thought it's absolutely appropriate for you as well. Uh, that is great. Thank, and I appreciate it because you know what? It was Hollywood royalty. Absolutely. Uh, you know, Desi and Lucy and Dean and Frank and Sammy and, uh, you know, wow. Boy, All of them. Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> you were born in Manhattan, but then within the year moved out to California. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, the funny part is um, my dad and Jerry Lewis were working at Slapsy Maxis in L.A., in Los Angeles, and uh, when I was born in New York. <laughs> and so I didn't meet either of them for two weeks. You know, I met them both about the same time, I think, you know, mm -hmm. that was kind of funny. And uh, but, you know, L.A. was, uh, you know, great. Then it's a little cuckoo now. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's it's how things happen. I love New York because uh, I am a New Yorker and I love the uh, Yankees, but mm -hmm. I'm a Dodger fan, too. Growing up with a famous dad and having company in the house. I mean, just like all of us grew up with company in the house, but your company was a little different than well, maybe some of my company. Were <laughs> you persuaded to go into the entertainment field or was it something you just wanted to do? It's something that I just wanted to do. I just I just knew it. Um, you know, all the Martins are kind of hams anyways. Okay. But, you know, there was just something that I loved singing and dancing and I was given the opportunity to have, um, you know, dance lessons. In fact, I took tap dancing lessons at the Buddy Ebsen school of dance. Okay. And he, he taught us a couple of times. And I still, whenever I see that movie where he's dancing with uh, Shirley Temple, I go, Oh, I know him. He taught me how to dance. So I was given tap dancing lessons, ballet lessons, uh, piano lessons, and there was just something I just loved. I love to sing and dance, and it's just, it's in my DNA. It definitely is. But you worked hard. You trained. You went to the United Kingdom and trained. Yes, I went to Dartington College of Arts, and that was really quite something. And it was during the 60s when it was pretty wild. That was my first time away from home and to be in England uh, with all these artsy people. It was really quite something, you know, meeting the Rolling Stones and uh, Cream and uh, you name it. It was uh, it was a fun time. But I learned about drama and acting. And, you know, so it was it was important to me. And I know, you know, my dad always told me, he said, if you're going to go into the business, it's a business. And he said, always, you know, show up, be early, never be late. Um, you know, no one's any better than you. Don't waste anybody's time. And uh, be there, treat people the way you want to be treated, know all of your lines, hit your mark, and 
And when you leave, have people say something like, boy, she was really good. She was really a lot of fun. And he said, don't embarrass me. So I said, okay, I'll never embarrass you, dad. And, you know, he was so cute that way. Typical, usual stage credits of theater, Shakespeare, things like that. Yes, absolutely. And in fact, my, you know, my first, um, I did the, uh, I did the national touring company. I took over for Connie Stevens in Star Spangled Girl. And uh, she was, she did it with uh, Anthony Perkins and Dick Benjamin and Connie. And so my, uh, ours was uh, Dina Martin, George Hamilton and Jimmy Boyd. And in fact, uh, Danny, uh, let me see. I think it was Danny's, it was a Neil Simon play, but his brother, Danny Simon was our uh, director. And, you know, and George Hamilton had never done a play before on stage. So it was, we had to, we had to help him a little bit, but he ended up, he was great. And so that was one of my, the first, the national touring company that it takes a lot out of you, but it was really, uh, you know, you learn the hard way and uh, we did. You have to learn all the lines. <laughs> you know, exactly. you don't have a teleprompter, you know, you're out there and and that's it. And, you know, lots of movies and things, but it was uh, a lot of hard work. And I have to say that once I went into uh, performing on stage, uh, you know, with uh, the national touring, you know, with um, all of my, you know, with the bands and playing, performing art centers and things, you know, my dad had always made it look so easy. And because he would just get out there and he would sing and he was gorgeous and fabulous. And then when I started doing it, I said, this is not that easy. <laughs> this is a, a lot of work. And and you have to know all the words again. Was Young Billy Young your first film? Young Billy Young was my, yes, that was my first one. Oh, my gosh. With uh, Robert Mitchum, Bobby Walker Jr., Angie Dickinson. And, uh, oh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. I had blonde hair. Yeah. Great cast for first movie. It certainly was. And uh, Robert Mitchum was so much fun. Everybody called him Mama Mitch because he would sit around and tell stories. And, uh, you know, because when you're making movies, it's like hurry up and wait. You do your scene and then you stop and they have to set the cameras up. And, uh, you know, so it's uh, it was all good, though. I remember the movie A Voice in the Night, Vito Scotti. Oh, yeah. Now, that was fun. Vito Scotti was hysterical anyways. He's a great character actor in so many TV shows over the years. Yeah. Was he I peep of the Pope in the in the pizza? Or that wasn't him. No, that was somebody else. Yeah, right. But he was he was very funny. And the the cast was uh, uh, it was an interesting uh, movie. And it was about an opera singer. And uh, wow, <laughs> it was about a man who wanted to make a movie, but he didn't want to pay anybody. Right. And so he would you know, so he, he would have a, a scene that was down at the beach. And so he would uh, bring a, a you know blanket and he'd put the um, the microphone under a hot dog and have people talk into the hot dog. And then as people would come by, you go, oh, my gosh, it was a funny premise. But that's Vito Scotty for you. Right, right. Was, yeah. your TV, was your TV debut on your dad's show, D. Martin show? I think I did a one before. In fact, was he my first? I think Music City USA was my my first because I was doing um, country music. That Those were my first. Uh, albums that were my first music but when I was on uh, my dad's show it was my my first time and uh, we sang a duet together and in fact I wore my prom dress and it's online you know you can see it mm-hmm. it's the you know little uh, 
blue dress. And it was very, very scary for me to be on uh, with Dean Martin, but he made you feel so comfortable. He really was amazing. That's what I was going to say. Was it more pressure to be on the show when your dad is there than doing something where your dad is not there? Uh, Yeah, it was more pressure with him being there. And just to see his smiling face. And he was so comforting. You know, he really was. And when I think about how he was able to perform with everybody and all of his favorites, you know, could be Peggy Lee or Ella Fitzgerald or the Mills Brothers or or uh, Goldie Hawn when they were doing that one, you know, great little uh, bit about, you know, stupid people. <laughs> and she said, no, I am stupid. But to see how he could just, he could adapt to anything. And he never rehearsed. You know, he didn't go down, you know, that one week where we would all go down and rehearse for a week with everybody and Les Brown and the Band of Renown. Dad walked in on Sunday afternoons after he played a round of golf. He did the, he would sing the songs and then uh, do a run through. And he was just brilliant. Put on his tuxedo, go out and do, do the show uh, for all those years. Number one. When I'm preparing for a show, you know, people are always saying, oh, who, who's going to be on? Who are you interviewing next? So I mentioned you to a few people the other day. And of course, they always have something to say. So, of course, you know, tell her, especially my mother, tell her I love that father and all the people love, love Dean Martin. But the second most popular thing people said that I have to ask you is to talk about the dating game. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How did that happen? Were you asked to be on the show? Did you want to be on the show? I was asked to be on the show my because I believe I was doing Young Billy Young. It might have been just after Young Billy Young. I had the blonde hair. And my agent, Jack Gillardi, said, all right, you're going to be on the dating game. I said, all right, because I was the celebrity, uh, uh, I guess, contestant on on the show. And I said, well, I love the dating game. I said, but uh, I don't know if I really want to do this. He said, no, go on. You have to you have to do it. So I did it and I picked Steve Martin. And he was so funny. I'm so glad I picked him. Really. And we went to uh, Portofino, Italy, Italy. Mm-hmm. and it was so much fun. He was he really was one wild and crazy guy. <laughs> and he was the writer for the Smothers Brothers show at the time. Mm-hmm. He wasn't you know, out there. He wasn't acting. He wasn't the comedian, but he was so funny. And I'm so glad that I, I picked him. Boy, you really did do your uh, your homework on this interview, didn't you? I absolutely did. It's, and I mean, so it's funny that Dina Martin chooses Steve Martin. So I know, you know, because they didn't tell us the names either. I don't believe I think it was just bachelor number one, bachelor number two, bachelor number three. And I I think when I asked him if we were on a date, what would you where would you take me? And I think he said to like Western costuming and we'd pick out, you know, costume. I thought, well, that's kind of that's kind of fun. He's probably very fun. Yeah. And then at the end, you all gave a nitty gritty kiss when you went to with with Jim Lang. That's how it ended. Oh, that. (laughs) You are good. <laughs> so over the years, you're appearing on television and um, you released a memoir that you wrote. Uh, Memories are made of this. D. Martin through his daughter's eyes. Was it a tough process to get so much into it? Did you have to leave a lot of things out when writing? I, have, like well, you know, I don't think I left anything out, really. You know? And uh, the thing is, I uh, and it was very difficult to write. It was a. Uh, I sat at my dining room table, you know, with my yellow pad, you know, the legal pad. And what had happened was because after my dad passed away, we would go to Steubenville, Ohio for Dean Martin Day. 
and I would talk to all of his friends and it was, you know, they, they taught me a lot of things. And so I thought, well, you know what, um, we should interview all of these people and then it can go into my book. Cause everybody, you know, was telling me, you know, Dina, you've got to write a book, you know, with all of your experiences and you should write a book. So I interviewed all of his friends and I remember they were, they were so funny. There was this one gentleman who said, uh, Dina, you know, growing up with your dad, he was great in Steubenville, Ohio. He'd walk around, he was singing all the time and he would, he would sing at weddings and birthdays and bar mitzvahs. And he said, he'd get up on stage and he'd say, oh, you know, you should see my girlfriend. She has such pretty teeth, both of them. <laughs> and, you know, I said, this, <laughs> this was what my dad would do. He said, yes, he made everybody happy. So I had all of my interviews, and then I, I went and I interviewed uh, Patty Lewis, who was married to Jerry Lewis. I interviewed a lot of dad's friends, you know, like Sonny, uh, Sonny King and Alan King and, you know, and my sisters and brothers. And I sat down and started to write the book. And it was very, very difficult because I had already lost my brother, Dean Paul, Captain Dean Paul, and, uh, and, my, and my father and uh, my sister, Claudia. So you have to go through all of that. And, you know, we're uh, my mom and dad got divorced when I was very young. And, then we, you know, we, we went to live with my dad when he married Jeannie, who is my mom. And so there's a lot of things you go through, through in your life. And I have it all in all in the book. And it was uh, it was difficult, but we got through it. And it's uh, it's a fabulous book. And we're still waiting to make it into a movie. I, I wasn't in any rush. It's got to be you know respectful and done right. So uh, it's really, it's really good. And you'll laugh and you cry and then you laugh and you cry. And it's, it's a real, it's a human uh, experience. And we're all, we're all alike. It doesn't matter if you're Dean Martin's daughter or, um, you know, the, the bartender's daughter. We're all the same. We all have the same, uh, same life. We go through things like that. I've read that eventually the book will be turned into a movie. And is it being written by someone who I think is one of the nicest people in the world? Yes. <laughs> someone who I got to know oh, during the pandemic, Bonnie Hunt. She is the best. She is so funny. And um, oh my gosh, she loved, she loved Dean Martin and her set. I wish she was still doing her. That was her the greatest show. talk show. Greatest talk show ever. Wasn't it the best? And she had the poll, you know, that we you know. And I, in fact, I uh, slid down that pole. <laughs> it, was, it was fun, but she is spectacular. It was just her birthday the other day. And, mm -hmm. we called her, and she is just a doll. What the, uh, she's fabulous. She, she's an amazing person. I got to know her. Um, I used to be a school teacher. And during the height of the pandemic, I was one of those in-person school teachers. And 30 of the most amazing people zoomed into my classroom. And Bonnie Hunt was one of them. So. Oh, my gosh. How great. Yeah. I'll have to tell you that we uh, we did an interview together. Yeah, absolutely. I, I wanted to come on the show because she just wrote for that animated series, Amber Brown, I believe, uh -huh. is out there. And um, I definitely want to get her on as well. Ah, good. Oh, she's she's great. She just makes you happy. She does. She's, she's spontaneous. Oh, so well-versed in everything. Funny. She could sing. She'd do everything. She's great. Yeah. And one of my favorite lines of hers is, that ain't right. <laughs> that ain't right. Oh, she's cute. Speaking of memories, uh, last season on PBS, they ran the Dean Martin Frank Sinatra family Christmas show. Oh, which yes. it, They don't do it anymore like that. Even though they're holiday specials on TV, there's, there's nothing like those specials anymore. No, you're absolutely right. And for us to be able to get together and go to Studio A, um, for me, uh, for Tina, 
Sinatra and Nancy Sinatra and my sister Gail and I, we all went in there. We we were interviewed for it and just reminiscing about what we went through during that time, making that beautiful, beautiful Christmas special because it was so much fun to have, you know, the Martins and Sinatra's singing on a Christmas special was spectacular. And Tina was so afraid. She says, I was so nervous to do the to do that, she says, I sat out in the parking lot at NBC, you know, for like an hour before I came in. No, you weren't late, Tina. She says, no, but I was scared because Nancy and Gail and um, and I, we all were singers anyways. But my other brothers and said, well, Dino was, Dean Paul. Dean Paul and Frank Jr., they sang. And it was just a wonderful show and a wonderful, I think, addition that PBS did for that, the interviews with uh Tina and Gail and Nancy and myself. So that was a good reunion for us. I know so many people who looked forward to when it was coming on and then watching it. So I'm hoping they'll repeat it again this year for people who want to see it again. I hope they do. You released your first CD about 2006. Yes. Memories you made of this. this. (laughs) What do you do when it comes to choosing the songs? Oh, it's it's kind of tough. Well, the, the first album wasn't tough because there's, first of all, there's so many incredible songs out there and written by people that I grew up with, people that I knew. You know, it could be Sammy Kahn, uh, Jimmy Van Heusen, Jimmy McHugh, who is my godfather. Uh, so all of the all of those songs, of course, I would go to. But on the Memories Are Made of This album, it's it was mainly, you know, my dad's songs because I missed him so much. You know, so everybody loves somebody. Ain't that a kick in the head? You know, Birth of the Blues, Mambo Italiano. So all of the songs that, uh, you know, I grew up with and loved. But then, um, although, you know, I did What If I Loved You, which was from Return to Me, Bonnie's movie. Bonnie's movie. Great movie. Joey Gian write the song, What If I Loved You. And so I I put that on. But um, on my memories I made of this album, I do a a duet with, uh, with Jerry Lewis. And it was written by Sammy Kahn and it was uh, and uh, Julie Stein time after time, which is a beautiful duet. You know, Jerry was a good singer because mm-hmm. he did all of those, you know, wacky ah, lady. But he was able to use his diaphragm and, <laughs> and sing. So uh, but, you know, my process for picking out a song, it's um, it's different all the time. You know, it depends on, uh, you know, with this show that I'm doing with the Dina Martin live shows. And we've done 132 of them already. And I've learned 100 new songs. And I have people send me, uh, you know, requests and songs they think that I should sing. And, you know, and I listen to them and we try and set up a show, just like I'm setting up a show where I'm going out, uh, like Atlantic City. I know what songs I'll be singing in Atlantic City, but um, something has to touch my heart and uh, or just be fun. And that I think would be uh, good in the show to move a show along. And uh, so, but there, I have like about 200 songs that I'm still looking forward to doing. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and, and we will. The December 11th show we set at the resorts in Atlantic city, a little bit of a holiday theme as well, since it's close to the time. Yes, uh, definitely. And it's the day before uh, Frank Sinatra's birthday. So I have to do, you know, that's life and strangers uh, in the night. Mm-hmm. And I, I have um, Stephen Maglio is going to uh, he's going to come and sing some songs uh, with me. And I I bet we're going to do Baby, It's Cold Outside because it's going to be, a, you know, you know, a few Christmas songs. And and uh, 
So not too many Christmas songs, not uh, not a lot of, uh, not too many Frank Sinatra songs, but it'll just be great music. Yeah, and an 18-piece well orchestra. 18-piece yeah. orchestra, wow. Yeah, so it, it's, a, it's a big show. So you keep very busy with, you know, Sunday nights on WABC Radio and every Friday you're live yes. on Facebook and also you, people can get it off your website, dinamartin.com. So, and now and YouTube and Roku. Yeah. Oh, that's right. People on Roku and YouTube. And, and so, you know, fantastic Rosario takes care of all of that. And, and, uh, you know, my poor handsome husband, John, who's on the music and he's doing all the, the stuff. And, uh, we just do it right here where we're right behind me, where we're sitting. And, uh, I have all these beautiful gold and platinum albums around me and pictures of, uh, let's see, I've got Bobby Darren over there, Nat King Cole, my dad, Judy Garland. So it it just fills me with joy yeah. to be able to sing these songs and, uh, you know, and put a smile on people's face. Yeah. Actually, I learned that from you by putting things around me. I, I see all your things. Yeah. You know, you yeah. know, it, it's um, it's really good like that. So before I wrap this up, is there one song request that you feel that you get the most from people saying, can you please sing this? Yeah, always everybody loves somebody. Mm. Every yes, everybody loves somebody. They all want. And um, and so and I I end every show with everybody loves somebody, even when I'm on the road. Um, but you know, it's amazing the songs that everybody loves. And I just did uh, uh, You Belong to Me on Friday's show, and people request that a lot. It's just such a pretty song. See the pyramids along the Nile. You know, so it's just a, a beautiful song. And People request that. And my dad did it so beautifully. So uh, there's a, a tons of songs that I just adore. Right. Ina Martin, an absolute pleasure having you <laughs> on. I want everybody to get their tickets. Don't forget Atlantic City, Sunday night, December 11th at 8 o'clock, the resorts. And don't forget to tune into Dean, Dina Martin Live on Fridays on Facebook, Roku, YouTube. Check out her website, yeah. dinamartin.com. And of course, listen on Sunday nights, Dean and Dina Martin's Nightcap on WABC Radio. Dina? Oh, you, you know what? I'd like to invite people to uh, uh, look into the TCM, the Turner Classic Movie Cruise, because I'm doing that. Well, when and is that? It's going to be November 12th to the 17th. And I'll be uh, I'll have my pallies there, Chevy Chase, Richard Dreyfus, Lainey Kazan, okay. Pat Boone. Bob Mackey, hopefully he'll bring clothes, <laughs> and Sean Young. So <laughs> I'll be doing two shows on that and some Q&A, so that'll be fun on That's Turner it. Classic Movies. I uh, love Turner Classic Movies. Yeah. Let's yeah. see if you can come. That's a great lineup. I'll see what I can do. Okay. <laughs> Dina Martin, thank you so much. And uh, best of luck with everything. And uh, thank you for listening, everybody. I'm John Contretti, and you've been listening to another episode of Up Next.